This is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible. Episode tonight number 722 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading 2 Chronicles chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. 2 Chronicles chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. And I thank the Lord for my baby daughter, Daniela, pardon me, Danielle, I have a daughter named Daniela too, but my baby daughter, Danielle Elizabeth Breedlove White, sending this in today to help her old papa out. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, thank you for your holy word. Grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your holy word, to teach your holy word, to teach on the family, to preach your holy word, and to preach your holy gospel and for all of us to comprehend it, to understand it, <clears throat> to love it, to cherish it, and to obey it, and to apply it to our lives in obedience to you. With the help of your Holy Ghost and your grace. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 17 verses 1 through 9. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his stead and strengthened himself against Israel. And he placed forces in all the fenced cities of Judah and set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa his father had taken. And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the first ways of his father David, and sought not unto Balaam, but sought to the Lord God of his father and walked in his commandments and not after the doings of Israel. Therefore the Lord established the kingdom in his hand, and all Judah brought to Jehoshaphat presents, and he had riches and honor in abundance. And his heart was lifted up in the ways 
of the Lord. Moreover, he took away the high places and groves out of Judah. Also in the third year of his reign, he sent to his princes, even to Benhel and to Obadiah and to Zechariah and to Nathaniel and to Micaiah to teach in the cities of Judah. And with them he sent Levites, even Shemaiah and Nethaniah and Zebediah and Asiel and Shemermoth and Jonathan and Adonijah, Adonijah and Tobijah and Tobadonijah, Levites, and with them Elishama and Jehoram priests. And they taught in Judah and had the book of the law of the Lord with them and went about throughout all the cities of Judah and taught the people. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for your powerful and holy word and thank you for the example of good men in your holy word. Help us to be the kind of man who and the kind of woman who will stand up for you and do your will even when others do not. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members, my beloved. Again, we are with Dr. Charles Haddon Spurgeon and his fine devotional book titled Morning and Evening, episode number 626 or 27? 626. The Holy Word of God reads, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. The word hitherto seems like a hand pointing in the direction of the past. 20 years or 70, and yet, hitherto the Lord hath helped us. Through poverty, the Lord has helped us. Through wealth, the Lord has helped us. Through sickness, through health, the Lord has helped us. At home, abroad, on the land, on the sea, the Lord hath helped us. In honor, 
and in dishonor, the Lord has helped us. Go ahead, Spurgeon. In perplexity, in joy, the Lord has helped us. In trial, in triumph, the Lord has helped us. In prayer, in temptation, hitherto the Lord has helped us. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. We delight to look down a long avenue of trees. It is delightful to gaze from end to end of the long vista, a sort of verdant temple with its branching pillars and its arches of leaves. Even so, look down the long aisles of your years at the green bowls of mercy overhead. Glory be to God, go ahead, Spurgeon. And the strong pillars of loving kindness and faithfulness which bear up your joys, that is, the faithfulness of the Lord. Are there no birds in yonder branches singing? Surely there must be many, and they all sang of mercy received hitherto. But the word also points forward. For when a man gets up to a certain mark and writes hitherto, he is not yet at the end. Glory be to God, go ahead, Spurgeon. There is still a distance to be traversed. More trials, more joys, more temptations, more triumphs, more prayers, more answers, more toils, more strength, more fights. Go ahead, Spurgeon. More victories. And then come sickness. And may I add, even as Shakespeare said, old age, rotundity, I'm adding that, disease, death. Is it over now? No. With a Spurgeon exclamation mark, which is rare. There is more yet awakening in Jesus' likeness. <clears throat> Yea, thrones, go ahead, Spurgeon. Harps, go ahead, Spurgeon. Songs, go ahead, Spurgeon. Psalms, go ahead, Spurgeon. White raiment, go ahead, Spurgeon. The face of Jesus, Go ahead, Spurgeon. The Society of Saints, go ahead, Spurgeon. The glory of God, go ahead, Spurgeon. The fullness of eternity, go ahead, Spurgeon. The infinity of bliss, go ahead, Spurgeon. Oh, be of good courage, believer in Christ. And with grateful confidence, raise thy Ebenezer. For he who hath helped thee hitherto, will help thee all thy journey through. Go ahead, Spurgeon. When read in heaven's light, how glorious and marvelous a prospect will thy hitherto unfold to thy grateful eye. Go ahead, Spurgeon, and glory be to God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we thank you for another home run by your servant, he being dead, yet speaketh. Uh, more importantly, Lord, we thank you for your holy word. Help us to never forget your holy word and help us to never forget this magnificent uh, devotional time together. We give you the glory, praise, and honor. 
In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for a shake. Amen. And now, my beloved, we move over to the family segment and what I call the family verses. And we're back around to the wife tonight. I know some of the women are going to go to sleep on me right now, but that's, that's all right. And I find it interesting. To me, men can take rebuke better than women. Women can take praise better than men. I don't know what's going on there. But this age and time, my beloved, where women can't take anything, women can't take rebuke, women don't want to listen to anybody, they think they are right, it has to go back to hell where it came from. And I know I have women who are mad at me about it because they want me to play this game that really they don't want you to play as a man. They don't know what they want. But they want you to submit to them in any, in any little whim or mood they get into. They want you to attend to it and bow down to them and let them control the situation. And much of this foolishness, my uh, gentlemen, my brothers in Christ, is nothing but demonic manipulation. They use all of those tools uh, that they learn from their mother or they learn from their aunts, or they learn from some other old crooked women, and I don't care if you like it or not. It's nothing but manipulation. They know it. The women who taught them this, they know it too. And no man wants a woman who is a manipulator and who's crooked and who uh, uses moods and uses her uh, feminine wiles to have her way. withholding sex, all kinds of foolishness like that. And so listen to the word of God, women, those of you who are saved and you want to be godly and you want to live a, the good life. I've tried to tell you for years. God will cause your husband to give you the world and then some, and then when he dies, he'll leave you the world and everything he, he ever gained. If you would just simply make sure that you're saved, get saved, act like a saved person, do what the Word of God says here, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24, and you women, half lesbians out there who don't want a man, I don't need a man, and all of that, you go right ahead. But life would be better for you uh, if you're willing to do what the Word of God says here. And you're not going to be a lesbian in your bed with a woman, and you're not going to be masturbating yourself having sex with yourself, selfish sex, uh, and that, that's not a need for Some of you women who are Calvinator refrigerator wives and 
and and talking, telling your husband you got a headache and all of that. You take an aspirin and keep on going. And uh, you lay down, and when he wants sex, you lay down there and uh, have sex with your husband. And if you do it right, you get you get a blessing, if you will, from it yourself. You get something from it yourself. See, and th- and that's how life is. With God, you do what God tells you, and God will bless you. The blessing is in the obedience. Not you breaking bad and got an attitude and copping an attitude and mean as the devil and fussing all the time. That that's not gonna get you anything. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Just understand it, just do it. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Again, understand it, and just do it. No one cares about whether or not you uh, understand it all, whether or not you like it. Who cares? Nobody cares about that. Woman, get that through your skull. Nobody cares whether or not you agree with God if they have any sins. I know I don't care. We all have to obey God. In a few days, I'm going to read the verses dealing with man, the husband. Doesn't matter whether or not I like it. What matters is I do it. Whether the wife is acting right or not, whether the husband is acting right or not, in your opinion, you just do it. You do you. You do your part. That's what you do in marriage. When I have fallen out of love, who who cares about that? I told my children, don't fall in love. I told my children, all of my children, don't waste your time falling in love. Falling in love is bogus. There's really no such thing as falling in love. That's all made up. By the way, I had the privilege of watching um, the great movie Top Gun is important to me because I'm an Air Force man and uh, I told my children that I saw it while I was in the Air Force. I don't know if that's correct or not. I think it was a little bit after that. Um, but, um, and uh, it's one of just one of those well-written and I, 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 I never thought they would outdo the the first one. But I have told you this before and I'm going to tell you again. In life, my friends, even in the movies, it's about that man getting together with that woman. They, 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 you can fly all the jets through the mountains all you want to. But that movie, as, all, as uh, is the case with most movies, was about that man getting with that woman. That woman getting with that man. 
you will have that as the 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 line running through the movie every time. And we don't want to see no man with no man. We don't want to see no woman with a woman. Uh-uh. No, we don't want to see that. You, you know why uh, the Christmas movie? I don't watch the Christmas movies. I don't watch the Christmas movies. I love the fact that they're there. Because God is getting some honor. Christ is getting some honor. Because I mean, because people evidently love these movies so much, they start in June, Jack. And there's one channel they started in June. They didn't stop. Now, for those people who love falling in love and you know all of that, which is a joke, there's no such thing. Is that's a man-made uh, construct? It has nothing to do with God in the Bible falling in love. It's nothing. People got mad back in the day, a long time ago. They ain't got nothing about love. No, no, this is my son. I know you. I know your family. You got a good family. I got a good family. Uh, my son wants to marry your daughter. Let's make an arrangement. We'll pay you some money. How much you need? A million dollars? Okay, let's do it. You ain't got nothing about any love. Man falling in love. Hey, with that. And, and the Christian church needs some more of that. It's not about th that. I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel a spark. Sparks come and go. But it was about that. It was about that love. It was about that relationship. That man and woman getting together in that movie. And I never thought I was going to tell you that they could outbeat. They could beat the first movie. The reality is that the case. But buddy, these folks. Outdid themselves. Whoever wrote that story was is a genius. This this movie, I, and I I I enjoyed the other movie. Rarely do I watch something twice, but I did watch Top Gun twice, the first one. And what I like about it, even though it was about that man getting with that woman, that woman getting with that man, and no no sexual scenes. No, not really not a whole lot of cussing and everything. It was just well done. But I told my children, don't fall in, don't you fall in love. You can love with the God kind of love, with your mind and your emotions under control. But you don't need to be falling in love where people can gaslight you and manipulate you and control you, and you can't be happy unless you are with that person. Uh-uh. Don't do that. But I was saying about the Christmas movies, it's not about Christ. It's not about Jesus. It's about that handsome man getting with that beautiful woman. That beautiful woman getting with what she thinks is a handsome man. That's it. That's the money. That's the money right there. Anyway, uh, in real marriage, in real life, I mean, uh, is, I guess it's okay to get a tingle. Uh, but the, what's going to keep the marriage together is the God kind of love. There's no love outside of God's love. There's no Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet. That's, they, and by the way, I think they committed suicide or something. Huh? That's too much. That's too much love. Too much. That's crazy love. 
That's Beyonce kind of love, I guess. No, but God, the God kind of love is wholesome and healthy, and you can you're going to be happy with whether you're around the person or not. Your life is not dependent upon being in love with somebody or being around somebody all the time. You miss them so much uh, that you can't live your life. You can't function. You talk on the phone all night and not talk. Just hold the phone. You still there? Yeah, what do you think I'm doing at 2 o'clock in the morning? All right. That's enough for tonight. Let's pray for other people. Let's pray for other families. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the salvation of all families that don't know your Savior. I pray for all families that do. Help them all to make a beeline to you and to your holy word regarding their marriages and their families so that they, their marriages and families can stay together like uh, as you have done for my wife and I, 35 years, that's a miracle. Uh, for both of us uh, coming out of the families we came out of. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor. And uh, Lord, I thank you for blessing me to raise my seven children uh, and giving me the grace to do that and that they're doing well and still alive by your grace. And we, I pray you do the same for all other Christian marriages and families that are here with us tonight. And then on demand and across the country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will have mercy and grace upon uh, such wicked people as we are in the church and forgive us of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins of outright disobedience to your great commandment and to your great commission. Forgive us, Lord, of our sins. And help us to repent, Lord, by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit, by your mercy and your love, for Lord, we don't even have the strength to repent right. Lord, that's, that's a shame that we have to admit that, but that's the reality. We need your help to even repent. Thank you for showing me that and showing all of us that tonight. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight for the millions of people in China and around the globe who are hurting tonight from the coronavirus plague and the threat that uh, it it uh, shows the threat that it presents to the world again. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That you will protect people 
and at the same time, Lord, comfort those millions of people who are facing it right now tonight, dealing with people in the hospital, people who are dying at home, people who can't get into the hospital, people trying to bury their dead or burn their dead, and they can't even get to the place because so many people are dying so fast. Over 5,000, probably more like 10,000 people are dying a day in China. God, comfort the people as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. Break them and make them and mold them to be what you would have them to be, those who are left behind. And save souls and change lives. And Holy Father God, at the same time, we pray for a few by name. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Morocco resident M. Sufi. We pray for the family and friends of North Dakota resident Laverne Benji. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Costulo Camarillo. And Holy Father God, for so many more. And Holy Father God, we pray for the thousands of people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. We still pray for them tonight. We pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the ministry. And Lord, I pray that you will bless them all and their family members with salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would protect them from the coronavirus plague as well as millions of others. We pray now, Lord, these same blessings upon these few people who have sent in prayer requests. We pray for Pat uh, Lee, L.I. Please save his soul and give him assurance of salvation. We pray for Emmanuel. Please bless him with a job and deliver him from debts. Please heal him, his parents, and his brother and sister from health issues. We pray for Rosario, for Erica and Daryl's relationship. We pray for their love to continue to be strong, to prosper, and to grow. Help them to grow each day in an unshakable union and way that will shine the light of Jesus on all who, show, who know them. Help them to bear the trials and tribulations that lie ahead. And help them to always keep you, Lord Jesus, at the center. We pray for Lisa. Please heal her brain and lungs. Comfort her family after the death of three loved ones. Heal her brother of leukemia. We pray for Pakika. Please provide him with food, clothes, shelter, homes, and medical facilities for the elderly and often children. We pray, Lord, for Deborah. Please heal her from cirrhosis of the liver and restore her ability to walk again. Save her family 
members and help them not to get tired of taking care of her. Help her, her, help her and her family to get over this mountain experience that the devil has put in their way. And Holy Father God, let your will be done there and in the lives of all of these people. And we pray specifically, uh, Lord, not only for the thousands, but a few uh, people here by name who got saved by the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. And we pray that you'll help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Italo, Stephen, Brandy, Sarah, and Eduardo. We pray for the thousands of people who have rededicated their life to you through the preaching of the whole counsel of God, your holy word, through this ministry. And we pray for a few by name. We pray for Jeanette, Fina, Vara, Penny, and Dominique. We commit these souls into your hands and our souls into your hands. Let your will be done in our lives and, uh, and in their lives. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you uh, did not hear the gospel earlier in the earlier service and uh, you are not saved from hell, but you want to get saved from hell, hear the words of the Lord Jesus Christ who preached the gospel first and best, who is the gospel. He is the good news. He said one day the most loving the most powerful, the most magnificent, and uh, the most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world. Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. And so, dear friend, if you want to be saved from the power and the pain of your sin and the punishment of your sin in hell, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shall be saved. All you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray and ask him to save you, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, dear friend, if you want to be saved tonight, follow me in the sinner's prayer, repeat after me phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner that I have done evil in your sight. I have fallen short of your glory with my sins of lying, of stealing, of lusting, of coveting, of dishonoring and disobeying my parents, dishonoring you and disobeying you, and other sins. I have broken your Ten Commandments, and I am guilty 
and I understand that I deserve to die and go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins, as I now believe with all of my heart. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for all of my sins, who paid my sin debt so that I can go free and not go to hell where I belong, but go to heaven when I die. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. Please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you called on his name in sincerity for, for salvation, then according to the word of God and according to uh, the words of the Lord Jesus Christ that came from his lips while he was on earth, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. And so we rejoice with you and we say congratulations for doing the most important thing in life. Now, to help you grow in God's grace and grow to become a strong Christian disciple, please go to gospellightsociety.com. That is gospellightsociety.com. Go there right now. Tap on a book, a free download book, titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ is the door, and uh, you have just entered in by believing in him. Uh, so read this little book based upon the Bible, and it will show you the next steps that you need to take as a Christian. Also, we have podcasts at the bottom of that same site at gospellightsociety.com. Uh, the bottom line underneath the podcast, the populating podcast, uh, will lead you to thousands of other podcasts that will help you to grow in the faith. Free of charge, all you have to do is listen. All you have to do is listen. You don't have to pay any money. And uh, nearly 50 different subjects that will help you grow in the faith. Also, email us at any time. There are people standing by right now ready to take your email. Email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you, pray with you, ask any questions you may have. If you have a special prayer request, send that in and we'll pray for you like we prayed for thousands of other people. 
and we'll pray for you until you tell us to stop. Most people don't tell us to stop. So God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, Lord willing, we'll be here later on today. If the Lord tarries is coming and we live, uh, hopefully in the evening time. And uh, remember, pray without ceasing. Read the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God without ceasing. Remember the Maroons' motto, Semper Fidelis, always faithful, be always faithful to the Lord. Remember the Air Force, yay, Space Forces uh, motto, Supra, uh, sorry about that, Semper Supra, always above. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. Keep your heart and mind always above on the Lord, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. And, and that means that he will deliver you from depression and sadness and loneliness and all of the maladies that people suffer from today who don't know the Lord and who know the Lord but refuse to pray and read the Bible and keep their mind on the Lord. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as the music plays.